When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. DNBR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNBR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds every single day. Bruto, Jesse, AJ coming at you live as the Avs keep it rolling. They defeat the Kings 4-1 to one in the end. Uh don't look at the scoreboard and expect it to be a great game from the Avs, but they won in what was a second game of a back-to-back against a rested team. Their, I think it was their fifth game in seven days, their seventh game in 11 days, something like that. Yeah, yep. seventh game in 11 days, their third back-to-back. So, Yeah, no, this was a uh, – I mean, it, it, the the play on the ice wasn't, wasn't great. I don't think anyone's going to argue that the Avs brought – Anywhere near their best game tonight, but uh, th- this they played this, like garbage and then got up three one. Right, and were like hey, let's win this. Let's thing. just lock <laughs> it down. And this was the type of game that uh, a lot of people have been saying they want to see. Darcy Kemper played really, really well. Yep. And and the Avs, yeah, you know the you know, the Avs got Oof. bailed out a little bit. But again, like we were talking about pregame, they still just have those guys that. I mean, this has become the the best team in the NHL at taking advantage of other teams' mistakes. You cannot make a mistake against this team. And yeah, and it's I mean that's where hockey's won and lost, right? It's it's all about battles and it's all about the war of attrition. Who makes the mistakes? Abs had two goals on eight shots at one point in this period. Yeah, in and this it, hockey game. So look, like the Arizona Coyotes are where they they've won a handful of games, just living like that every night. Yep. Yeah, and and it's it's you can just go back a handful of games now uh, since they came back from the Christmas COVID pause break, uh, where where you can see that that they've done that they've either gotten themselves back in games they put themselves over the top, whatever just by taking advantage of mistakes and and they do a real good job of using that as momentum. You know, we even see it tonight. They kill off the penalty. Spring Abe Kubel, a horrible penalty, by the way. Uh, yeah. Spring him out of the box. And, so dumb. And, you know, you lose track of the scoreboard. Or, you know, you lose track of the clock a little bit. Uh, if you're L.A., suddenly Abe Kubel's out of the box and, and he's gone. Uh, and it's just, I mean, that's it. If, if you're L.A., if you're any team right now, you can't make a mistake. They they punish you very very hard and uh, look I don't think anyone's gonna gonna take a look at the Avs performance in this and go wow their their skill really shone through but they made it count when they needed to at the end of the game so 
I actually think the individual skill was the one thing that did kind of show through was, hey, when you have any amount of opportunity, they capitalized on it. and Literally one for one on the power play tonight? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Literally one for one. So I, I, think, I think their skill is maybe <laughs> the one thing that you can say, like, yeah, they, just, they got bailed out by goaltending. And, and Definitely the goaltending skill was and, there. No and argument on that. When, when they're on the rare occasion, I think with five minutes left, Nathan McKinnon had two shot opportunities or, or, or shot, you know, um, not shot opportunities, shot attempts. Thank you. Um, and, but it was one of those things that when they did get those opportunities, they made the most of them. You win four to one in a game you really didn't play well. On uh, the second out of yep. a back to back, take it. Take it and get out of town. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It's a tired team. Look, the Avs. You know, nine zero and one in the ten games of the calendar year. Like they're they've been playing insane. It's obviously been going very well for them. Uh, they've been very comfortable. They've been playing great hockey. And then they had a game like you're do. You knew that they were going to have a game where they just didn't have yeah. it, right? Where they didn't find the extra gear. They didn't really find their legs. They they were just not. They just didn't have it for a night. That was tonight. It's on the second night of a back to back. So you got tired legs. None of your guys are going. You don't really have anybody in your entire team that looks like they've showed up, except your goaltender, yeah. who didn't play last night. <laughs> right. So it was like, all right, well, the one guy with fresh legs looks like it. And that looked, the, that was enough. Well, and, and you, you didn't play very well. You should have gotten caved in, but this is why you pay a goalie. Right. Because every once in a while, they've got to rise up and they've got to find an answer for you. That, that was Darcy Kemper in this game. And he last did, night, yeah, Pavel Francouz. Yeah, and I mean, they, they've had two shutouts in their last four games, and Darcy Kemper's best game, by far his best game as an Av, was tonight. Yep. Yeah. The first time where you actually had a true, like, this was Darcy Kemper's game. Well, and the other thing, too, I, I thought both last night and tonight that you have to keep in mind is what we talk about all the time. There's two teams out there. Ellie and Anaheim both played really good games they executed really you know really well on game I, plans outside of finishing i don't know what you ask the team to do better if you're la yeah like no, well i mean their power play is real, horrible. really yeah, fucking really horrible. really bad and yeah you ask them to maybe kill the one penalty they I, had I guess, to. I, yeah, but, I guess, but no but, to, but to your point <coughs> yeah I, I mean you're up what 28 to 8 in shots at one point how like, is it how is it that you essentially lose a uh uh, special teams battle two nothing <laughs> when you had a five one advantage in in power plays. Yeah, they did. They scored one, but their goal was on the power play, so they. Yeah. Oh, so two one. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Two one. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm counting that breakaway goal. Yeah, as, it's essentially. Yeah, it's like a sort of a shorthanded ish yeah. type goal. Yeah, but you're you're getting everybody's best effort every night right now. Every team wants to knock you off, especially all these teams like Anaheim, like L.A. Uh, uh, who, who was it that they played? Oh, you know, Minnesota, that they're wanting to prove, hey, we belong in that conversation. Yeah. And so you're, you're getting great efforts from everybody, and right now they're finding just enough throughout the lineup. that. And this was, this was the encouraging part, too, because this was – you look at their schedule, and you said this was the toughest stretch. Yep. Minnesota and then the back-to-back -back California doing the SoCal swing, easily the toughest stretch that they have this month. Because after this, they go Montreal – uh, they have Chicago, then Boston, then I think Chicago and Buffalo and Arizona. Yep. Where you're just like, all right, well, you just rampaging through bad teams at that right, point. Right, right, yeah, But yeah. this is, I mean, they're they're at the point now where they should be 
Like, they should be separating. We talked about how they would use this as their opportunity to kind of take lift off and sort of put the uh, put the central division away, if you will. Like, okay, hey, now they're in first place. Now they're building the building it up, and that's where they are. I'm, I haven't looked at the standings after the game, but they had a four they had a four point lead. Yep. Before, so it won't be anything less than that. So they got a four-point lead on Nashville, uh, still after tonight with <laughs> with four games in hand still, uh, and they're now six points ahead of St. Louis I mean, with a game it, in hand. Forget the games in hand; these teams win every night. Look at the scoreboard and go, "We didn't make any ground well, well, on that, this hockey yeah. team." Like, I was thinking about that. Uh, yeah, Nashville's like, "Hey, big win for us. We finally are starting to find it again." Right. And, I, I oh. think the Abs are what twenty one three and two since yep. that first they have ten five game stretch. losses in their so last twenty five games. All those teams we talked oh. about, <laughs> how after that first ten game stretch, you know Minnesota, Nashville had really put some distance between themselves and the Abs, and while wow, the Abs are really going to have to play at a high rate to make up that ground, if you are those teams, you know Nashville, or excuse me, Minnesota's fallen off a little bit, but Nashville's played really well, and not only every night when you look at the scoreboard has have the abs been gaining on you every single night yeah. but now that they caught you yeah you're looking at it every night and it's like holy shit we've beat them twice well, and, and we still can't yeah, make up any ground. all of these teams you look at st louis you look at uh nashville and minnesota they're all having a seven two and one and right. eight one and one and losing ground <laughs> right, it's right, not right. good enough and losing ground the abs the abs were nine oh and one in their last in their last 10 games Coming into and tonight, now they're still nine zero and now they're nine zero and one in their last yeah. ten games, yeah. and it's just like it. <laughs> right. we, we, the way that we break things down into the ten game segments, we've got another one that Two benchmark is, away is coming yeah. up next week, and and they could be nine zero and one. Like they they that they cannot <laughs> they at this point basically cannot have what three losses. Yeah, they would at worst they finish seven two and one if yeah. they lose both of these games coming so up. So you're, uh, it's been crazy, man. <laughs> like it's, they well, they're just finding ways, and I think the the most impressive part about it. Look, they did this was not an impressive performance. It's an impressive result. Yep. But the the most impressive part of this process is that it looks different every night. It's not well, one line going out there and dominating yeah. and getting everything done. It's not Kale McCarr. Doing crazy shit every single night. It happens sometimes. Happens often enough that we lose our minds on the show about it. <laughs> but there are nights where things just don't don't work that way, and well, and, they're and the still other, winning. Other person that you know, not not to play too much to my my brand, but hasn't been talked about enough is Jared Bednar has done a phenomenal job coaching this team over the last few weeks. Compact schedule having to win games in different ways and, you know, and he's finding you know what's most impressive part about the pk to further your point that you're making is that they're not practicing right right the pk has gotten better and they're not working on it because they're bailing on practice because, because they're, they're so because much. they're too tired yeah. Yeah. yeah and 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 he's he's just you think done, they're gonna practice tomorrow after the back-to-back -back and <laughs> flying back home right hell no right he's just done a great job of, of making in-game adjustments uh, you know, those lines have kind of been all over the place. He's done a good job these last couple back-to-backs of utilizing guys like Kiefer Sherwood and Curtis McDermott late in games without putting his team in, in a bad place. Um, he's just he's done a great job uh, adjusting as needed. And last night especially I thought was a really well-coached game from, from both sides, honestly, and, and the abs came out on the other side of it. But 
on the better side of it. Um, but when you're going through a stretch like this and on nights where you just don't have it, you have to rely on your structure. You have to rely on guys being bought in. Uh, and, and I thought they've, they've done a great job of that. And you have to give credit to not just Jared Bednar, but that entire coaching yeah, and staff. And well, tonight was the best example that we've had of winning the game that you're in, not the one you want to be in. Yeah. You've got to have, you've got, look, you're going to go through, if you're going to go through a seven game series, you're going to go through four rounds of the postseason. You've got to find out how to win games when you're yeah. not at your best. You're just going to have days where you just don't have it. You're not 100%. It's a, it's a long just, long just, season and a long postseason. You're yeah, going to have games. It's called games the second where, season for a reason. <laughs> right. You're going to have games where it, it you have to find ways to, to scratch them out. Yeah. And it was nice to see Kemper get that side of it, too, where <laughs> I think this is maybe the first one you can say he he stole he, it. The he score ends up 4-1. to one, He but totally steals He stole this. a hockey game, yeah. for yeah. sure. It's, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Kemper a little bit more later, but. I, I did want to say it's been a few weeks since you've seen someone asking to fire Bednar on Twitter. I'm just just yeah. saying. Yeah. Just saying they're doing okay right now. Um all right. Let, let let's start from the front end. The Avs get the power play goal in the first period. Uh it ends up being a, a redirection really from Miko. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie nailed it on the on the DraftKings breakdown. game, game yeah. breakdown. She had Miko as first goal score. It's so did you got here. There you go. There you go. Boy, Get here. your money. It's. I don't think anyone's going to tell you the first line played a great hockey game tonight. I think this is the worst game that they've played in years. And they scored I mean, a goal. Years. <laughs> <laughs> so, not could be worse. We'll, yeah, we'll I mean, I, especially when you go back and you look at how they played at even strength, they didn't do anything. They didn't generate anything. They weren't scary. Yep. They didn't do anything. Nothing happened. For a lot of the game, there. they were getting pretty caved, yeah. to be honest. They they really they got run until the very, very, very end. Yep. I thought, I thought they struggled the last two nights. They looked really sluggish last night for me as well. Yeah, but, and but, I and there were chances last night. Like they last night was a funny game because it was like, Oh, it's not a not a great game. But when you got down into the numbers at the end of it, Outside of shots on goal, the Avs had the advantage yeah, and everything. It didn't yeah. feel anywhere near as bad as this one. Well, yeah, and and last night only felt bad because it was relative to the Avs kicking the holy shit out of so many teams <laughs> right, 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 on right. so many different nights that we've seen in this 30-game stretch. You know, between between the, you, the, the games where they've come back from multi-goal deficits or the games where they've dropped, you know, I mean, how many Brazils have we had this year? Right. Like too many. <laughs> I mean, it's been ridiculous, right? So you're you're talking like this felt like a, a nightmare of of like a perfect storm of things that are going against you, and you still won. Yeah, and yep. like you play a bad hockey game, and you come out with a four one win on the road against a quality opponent. Yeah, and and yeah, don't need to beat yeah. it, beat it to death. Uh, just I mean, we can round it out with the the top defensive pairing. Uh, Devontae's, I think he ended the night in his, his course he for and against was 6 to 33. <laughs> at one point, it was. Are you being serious? Yeah. At one Dude, point, it was, it was zero, 0 4 and 26 against yeah. after the second period. Yeah. It was wildly bad. I'll say those numbers are big enough that I actually thought you were joking. Yeah, right. That's, I, when I pulled it up, I was like, really? <laughs> is, is this glitch? No. And look. Devontae's played 29 minutes last night. Yeah. So 
you can't really blame the guy too much for not having the legs to do it tonight. But this is this is why I feel even better about this game for Darcy Kemper. Because you knew the defense the wasn't going to have it tonight. You knew there was, there was a limit to how much the Avs were going to be able to keep up in this hockey game. Yeah. And it, ultimately, they hardly kept up at all for the first two periods. Yeah. But the from minute one of this game, the Avs said, hey, Kemper, go win us a hockey game. And that's exactly what he did. So. Yeah, I, I, I think there was a bit of that that they kind of knew coming in. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was something that was even discussed maybe a little bit in video. Like, hey, we're tired. We don't have our legs. We just kind of had to grind one out last night. Play smart. Play play within your structure. Yep. Play good team defense and know that we're going to have to hold on because uh, L.A. hadn't played in a couple nights, right? They were at least one night at off. At least one sure. night. So, so you, yeah. know, they, you know that they were wanting to – a win tonight would have gotten them within one point of Vegas. They wanted that. They wanted a win tonight. They wanted to knock off the Avs. They've, they've played well against the Avs. You have Jonathan Quick who has that ridiculous career <laughs> – Record yeah. against the Avs, twenty six and three now. Twenty six and three, right? <laughs> and so I, just, I think mm. they, I twenty seven and two still. Who's twenty six two? Oh, okay. Oh, you oversold him. Yeah, you okay. oversold him. No, I, okay. I read you the record. I said twenty six and two. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I understand. We all took that as yeah. twenty six wins, two yeah. losses. Yeah. You said that. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Twenty six yeah, so and two. Yeah, he's a whole, whole twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not that that's much worse, but but you know, I I, I just I do I think that. A lot of things lined up right for LA to win this game, and and I think if you're them, you're pretty disappointed. Dude, to not even pull a point a in point that game. out of that game. Yeah, Six. you had you have the you have the team with the the league leading uh, penalty disparity team in the NHL in Colorado, and you only give them one. Yeah, you get five power plays to to the one, and you break even. And, and you in got goals. some like, be, like that that Abe Kubel penalty was a lazy that that. Well, well, that's like not that. even lazy. That's just dumb. Like yeah, that's yeah. just dumb. <coughs> you get you get two total gifts. Devon Taves does something he never does. Yeah, fires a puck over the boards. You get Abe Kubel almost on an avalanche player breakaway, hitting a guy in the face. Right. Like, well, then what are you doing? Miko, and then Miko and then had a trip that Rantanen's trip isn't even real. Right. So, right, right. like, you get you get. Three. You you get like gifts, like free, like well, the Avs do two really dumb things, and then you get a made up one because <laughs> you're losing. Yep. Like right. if that game is tied or if the Kings are winning, that's not a penalty. Yep. There's no the, way. Uh, Miko? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no way. I don't even know that if that's was, a penalty if it's a one goal game. It's like, not. Honestly. I mean, in reality, it's not actually a penalty. Yeah, from that, yeah. He didn't do anything illegal. I he didn't he do gave anything illegal. He him a little illegal. hold on the hip. No. I, the, he well, did. Then, then you call see, a hole. you see I more. Agree. No, that. I you agree have, with you that. see more contact at a ninth grade homecoming dance than what I mean, Miko you did. Saw more con- that was nothing. You saw more contact five minutes before when the Kings mugged literally every forward on the abs. Yeah, the same was that, what was it that Landeskog got out into the yeah. open and got tackled, <laughs> and it was just like okay. The, the Miko one looked to me like a whack on the shins, and then a stride and a half later, a guy toe pick. Yeah, and... well, he loses his balance, and Miko's stick is flat on the ice with his yeah. other hand already doing this and the guy falls down and the referee's like well I'm a fucking moron so <laughs> uh, I that top line was bad but I think you touched on it a minute ago the that was a great play the to open the yeah. open the game that's 
that's that stuff where they played like shit and they can still make all world plays in the blink of an eye. Exactly right. Uh, if you're looking for an all world beer, Breckenridge Brewery got you covered. One. Eight different kinds on tap. I got the Breck Brew Avalanche right here. Look, you watch an Avalanche game, you drink an Avalanche. It just makes sense, all right? Simple math right there. You can find a bunch of other flavors at your local liquor store, too. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find them, and you'll be good to go with whatever beer you need. Uh, you can also go over to DraftKings Sportsbook and use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. Who, who's your your boy's lock to win in the divisional round in the NFL? Oh, fuck. Uh, I... I don't. I don't. I just can't bring myself to bet against Tom Brady. Pretty tough to bet bet against the Bucks. I think that's fair. I don't feel good about a California team traveling to Green Bay in the cold up there. Yeah, yeah definitely. So two good answers there. Take the Bucks. Take the Packers. Get yourself the, with a new the account. one game that I'm absolutely not taking any stance on whatsoever is Buffalo Kansas City. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, that's gonna be a there fun is one. absolutely no outcome that would surprise me. Close game, either team wins, either team blows the other out. All nothing, on the table. Yeah. Nothing surprises me. Anything is possible in that, in that match. All right. So maybe don't bet on that one, but take a lock like the Bucks or the Packers. Bet five bucks on it with your new account. You can win $280 in free bets with DraftKings Sportsbook, which you then can go bet on whatever you want, whether it be hockey or table tennis or Olympics or whatever. It's 280 bucks to mess with. Brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Take, Must be 21 take or older. the over on. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go no, on. go, 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 go. Take the over on ping pong every time. Yeah, it it pays surprisingly often. Yeah. Uh, the betting strategies out here. All right, <laughs> we're getting in deep. Uh, dude, my favorite is the read the body language of the dark. I guys. love it. It works so well. <laughs> it too. does, dude. <laughs> All right, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I, I do have to tell people, Hannah is just off screen over here. She's getting ready to leave. <laughs> she so. always is. <laughs> I, guess, I, guess you, I guess you won't get to see her today, but yeah. mm. shoot, just, just missed her. We see nobody over here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what he's talking about. But. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So, let's get into the second period of this hockey game. The <laughs> Avs, I mean, let's not beat around the bush. Yes, they're exhausted, but it was not a good period of hockey. By I any mean, they didn't do the anything good in the first yeah. two periods. Right. They, they got a power play and they cashed. That's good work. Yep. They got lucky and Kiefer Sherwood... Found the, a puck on the, the craziest yeah. thing to me is that when you watch Kiefer Sherwood in the AHL, he beats goaltenders regularly. Like yep. he's got a good quality shot, and then he would get to the NHL, and you're just like, "Where'd it go? <laughs> what's up here? Like, what's yeah. happening?" And then the goal he scores is nonsense. Like it's not a great shot. It's not elite. It's not special. Jonathan Quick was just he fell asleep. As as did all of them. All of the ESPN's cameramen also well, fell every, asleep yeah, for that goal. They showed three <laughs> angles and none of them showed the puck going in. <laughs> it's the worst camera work I've ever seen. That uh, rafter cam that they were doing 
I haven't I, seen them from do the that corner. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. I liked it on special. Teams I liked it on the penalty kill. You really it, got a feel for what was open and how they move. And, and yeah, I was like, this feels like all twenty-two tape that they break down in the NFL. So where you can really see what's going on, field, and, and yeah. yeah, you really get like a the seats X's no perspective of it. The seats that I've had at Ball Arena in the years <laughs> since I've been away from since from DNVR are. Um, they're on club level, and that is the one thing that everybody says that would come sit in our seats is, well, I love that you can watch the play develop from here. It's just at just the right height. I love watching the game. Oh, yeah. My like favorite that. seats have always been in the corner right yep. on that angle right there. It's yep. always been because you can really see the game develop in a way that when you're at the side profile, it goes like this. So right, you yeah. miss all of the all that action all and the then south. reverse it. You know. Yeah, So, but, but get 3D action. I, I I liked it. I liked it on the on, on special teams because also we were talking about um, the Avs penalty kill before, and and it. I tried to pay attention to it in this game, and it looks like they're trying to run a one-two-one in the zone. Um, but again, I just I can't figure out who's supposed to pressure loose pucks on the wall. Depends. Who's supposed it, to be standing in front of the net? It's entirely, it depends. Yeah. yeah it's I, not, it's so, it's so vanilla, man. This is the most, ba- and you know what? It's worked for them. Like they got back to basics so, and we're like, hey, we're not going to keep giving you guys free shit. I, I, Do I something. think part of this is with their old system, it was very clear who the intelligent penalty killers were versus the non. And I think they've gone back to a, a very vanilla system, but they've taken the smart players and said, hey, if you see something, right. make your read and go for it. Well, and that's the other thing, too, that, uh, again, we taught, we touched on it, and then they go, I guess, four for five uh, yeah. in this game. But I just I really like the personnel choices they're making right now on the PK. You're, you're, you've seen a shift to that across the NHL where you are playing more skill guys. That Not necessarily that they're a threat, on the offensive side of the puck, but they're just well, there's something bit- to be said about guys with puck skill. With puck skill. Guess what? Right. They still have it in the defensive zone. Right. They could still make the little bank pass off of a guy and, and you know get around him, or they could still pull it back and do the little subtle things that they do on the offensive end to create space. They could do on the defensive end to create space and clear a puck. Surprisingly, right. it's so- always blown my mind that you put plugs out there and are like, okay, well, I mean, it's just, it's go just- lay in front of a puck and that's it. And it's like, what? It's always been weird that, yeah, the fourth line guys, anytime you hear about a guy that comes in on like a league minimum deal, that's a great guy they can use on the penalty kill. And it's like, why? I... Yeah, unless you're really good at like a Logan O'Connor's really he good. He has at a it. talent for it. Yeah, right, a right. guy like uh, you look in like Arizona, uh, you know, a guy like Johan Larson. Yep, career fourth liner, also really good P- at a penalty P- kill. Belmar. That's how you make a career if you're a guy like that. But you have to be good at that. Stuff. That's not saying the Avs should put this guy in the PK. To be clear, but at five on five tonight, you saw Andre Burakovsky multiple times do exactly that in the yeah. defensive zone, where he makes he was a play one of the, with the only puck. forwards who was doing anything. Right, and they get out of the zone because he beat a guy. Yeah, it's pretty much that simple. So, I would be way more open minded on stuff like that because, like your defensemen, you still want physicality because they're battling in front of the net more than anything else, but. Like you're not, you don't need to be like this big hulking monster of a human no, to to be on a penalty kill. And Logan O'Connor, I think, is a good example of a lot of what we're talking about. What makes that guy so effective on the penalty kill is he uses his speed, and he does have some level of 
of puck skills above and beyond what you see from a typical penalty killer. And it's to me, it's not a huge coincidence that when they've now that they've changed out, not, they haven't just kind of shuffled the personnel like they have maybe for some of the guys that are playing down low. You got Taves with with one of the Johnsons. You've got McCarr and Gerard yeah. with one of the Johnsons. Yeah. But they've actually put guys out high. Newhook, Kadri, um, you know O'Connor. Obviously, when Nachushkin's in the lineup, who have good speed, who do close gaps quickly, and it's just not a crazy coincidence that when you make the change to putting guys like that out high, you're finding more success than you had before, just because you've got guys that are not that Tyson Jost is incompetent. Sure. <laughs> But but that are more competent with the puck and, and are you know have a little bit more ability well, if, to if need be they can make a right. high skill play right like whereas you, the other guy you're just like when Jack Johnson gets the puck you're like all right well there's a very limited range of options here right, makes right. a good play makes a bad play end of list yep. yeah <laughs> like there's not there's not a lot of possibilities there's there, no right? fancy stuff that's gonna come through right and... like and and sometimes that hurts you because guys will try and get cute look at. Landis got clearing the puck right to Matt Zuccarello on the yep. EJ on five has the done other that night. his entire career like, where he second guesses a clear. Tries to make one extra move one or extra something. Move. Well, and yeah. dude, look at the icing. He had one icing tonight where they broke it out of the zone, and instead of instead of him hitting the guy on the wall, he sees whoever it was coming through the middle, tries to hit that guy, just, just misses him, like yeah. just, just misses him, and it turns into an icing, and you're just like, for what? There wasn't going to be an odd man rush. It wasn't yeah. going to be a scoring chance. It was just going to be a zone entry that was going to be contested. You had that, and you passed it up for an icing. Yeah. And it's... No one likes mayo on their burrito but me, Kayla. Sorry. Yeah. No, we actually we actually did talk about it before the, before the pregame show. Uh... Yeah, yeah what's a, your bad food take? Yeah, that's right. We we were we were speculating uh, last night that it was going to be something like cheese is bad. <laughs> cheese? Jesus, fuck. I love cheese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, w welcome to uh, humanity. <laughs> give me a couple minutes to right, think we'll on let this. You think on I'm, I'm positive I've got one. Mine, mine was that I don't like chocolate. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. And while there are a lot of people out there like me, it's still not a particularly great yeah, food Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I, it's something that I don't like chocolate, but if you offered me... Candy, chocolate's almost always going to be my last pick. Yeah, I like it, but I I, I prefer it in certain forms. Like yeah, I'll take it, like give it to me in like a brownie. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I can't have two brownies. I can just have the one See, because after know, that I'm like chocolate no. chocolate cake with white icing is oh no maybe my favorite chocolate combination. Cake is a hard no, yeah. really? I'm out, yeah. I'm out wow. on chocolate wow. cake for sure. Yeah, it's just not my thing, man. Um. Yeah, give me a minute. I'll think yeah, of we'll, I'll we'll, think of we'll one let you I, think that. on that one. Uh, in the meantime. Oh, I've got one. Oh, well, then go. Uh, I don't like sushi. I hate sushi. I don't do raw. Okay. I think that's fairly I mean, common. I never yeah. had sushi until uh, it was a few years ago. Whatever the Christmas Eve was where the Broncos and the Raiders played. Mm -hmm. And they were in Oakland and they got the Broncos just Housed, got waxed. Yeah. Uh, and my buddy James and I went, uh, we were in Vegas for the Christmas that year, just for fun. And we ate something like $800 worth of sushi. That's the first time I'd ever had it. And so I basically you went just, in. I basically <laughs> just tried as much as like, as my body could handle that night. 
uh, and I've been a big fan ever since. See, I'm, and I'm, it really helps to have Oka, the Okinawa right here right across there. the street. Yeah. See, I'm which a, isn't like world class, but it's really good we, for reasonably priced. We have sushi. a sushi restaurant on the bottom floor of our apartment. <laughs> And it's a it's a problem. Yeah, I dude, that would be an issue for me too. <laughs> I uh, I'm a big texture guy. Oh, I am too. So it has to be certain. There's, there are certain things, and I have to eat sushi in a certain way to worry because I worry about the texture. Yeah, thing. yeah. So I, I have a couple things that I'm just when you're put on the spot. Like I can normally sit here and list off probably takes on food the, that people would hate, but now that I'm oh, on yeah, the spot, I can't fucking think of anything. Off the show, you'll be like, oh, I love this food. We'll be like, <laughs> there's, lots of like, there's lots of like individual things, but it's like the, like the, the, there's every, it seems like everybody has like their one, like, what the fuck kind of thing? Yeah, you yeah. Say one, but I have like twelve. Yeah, so well, you're, you're a freak of nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your barbecue is bad. Take is the one that blows. Yeah, my that mind. that is that's that's not even a bad take. That's just that's almost an unbelievable but take. It, it's so funny though, but because every time I'm like, okay, let's put terms on it. He's like steak dinner. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Ah, uh, I actually ordered from uh, Hassle Cattle. I'm excited. Great. There you go. Yeah, that was that's, a, that's just that was a really fucked up. That's one. out. That's alien level stuff. All right, you're not from planet Earth at that point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, getting back into this hockey game, the Avs do give up one in the second period. Uh, look, I don't even really have that much of a problem with the way the Avs PK played on it. It's just you take bad penalties, you get burned sometimes. I, I, yeah. I, it, it, I don't have an issue with it. It's going to happen. You do just want to see them clean up that play in front of the net. Again, this that goal is not really a problem, but just the, way too much recently from the the one guys wide open in front of the, the one net. nitpick I have there is you you do want to see Jack Johnson be a little bit stronger net front there, right? He yeah. he has a chance to clear that puck, doesn't really get much on it, and Tie all of a sudden stick, it's yeah. in the back of your net. Yeah. Four high danger chances on five power plays. That's that's quality penalty yeah, killing not, right there. It's not too bad at all. Yeah. Uh, so. No, but I think ultimately you feel good about it. Uh, really, for me, like, I, there's not much else to say about this game. You know, yeah. I think there's the one big thing that we haven't quite hit on yet with our king of the game. That yeah, yeah. We'll see in a couple minutes into, but there, there's just not a ton else to say about this game. This is yeah. This, so let's do it. Let's just get into it. Get yeah. it. Fire away. We're all very excited for our day off tomorrow, so let's just get to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kemperer shirts, by the way, they're out there. If you haven't bought one yet, those numbers would be a good reason to buy one. 40 saves only gives up the one goal tonight on a night where they needed all of them. They needed all of the saves from Kemper that they got. And, you know, it's funny. When goalies are at their best, it doesn't feel like they're making a lot of spectacular 100%. saves, right? That's, yeah, it's because they're tracking the puck. That's what got... Carry Price that we were title talking about Frankie. Yep. <laughs> so, I want to get into that. That, but that was what got Carey Price that crown of you know the best goaltender in the league, best goaltender world for several years. He plays. He's he's the anti Cam Ward. He's almost <laughs> never on a highlight reel because he's just in great position, and, and and he makes saves that are that are you know in control, and uh, he. he you know, that's been Carey Price's whole thing. Pavel Francouz, I think, is absolutely cut from that cloth. This isn't a Pavel Francouz segment, but um, he's someone that I think is worth talking about soon. But tonight was well, exactly... Last night, the question was, how long until we have this conversation about Frankie? And it's like, well, 
I said if he keeps playing like that for two weeks, but if Darcy Kemper keeps playing like that, he's right. gonna hold the, the job. Answer's just yeah. never. <laughs> right, right. And that's dude, there's nothing that Frankie can do to unseat uh, Darcy the, Kemper if Darcy Kemper plays the conversation to that level. That I think you start having is if if these two kind of start doing this, I wouldn't be surprised to see Joe Sackick slide a contract in front of Pavel Francouz before the end of the season and be like, hey, 1B at worst <laughs> next year. But he, you know, he might he might try and run yeah, it back. Uh, Another two by two, where one where he doesn't miss seventy five percent of it. And, and if you if you if you're Francois, why would you say no to that? Because there's a team like the Edmonton that'll Oilers give you a starter job like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, knowing but, that you but, could always swing back to Colorado and be like, hey, is that still available? But if, but if you're getting that offer to say, <coughs> hey, we want you to at worst be our one B on this team, it's just it's an interesting conversation to start yeah. having. But Darcy yeah. Kemper, th- this was the game that you know when you gave up what you gave up for him. These were the types of outings that you said we know he's need capable of. You need him. Yeah. Not even well, you know fun, he's The funny thing of. is, is the when you're behind a team as good as Colorado, you never get chances to have <laughs> right, these kinds right, of right. games. And, and so you've got to adjust to something different. Not only so, I, I agree that you need him, but I, I think we get caught up a little bit in the, like we're not even at the halfway point. Yeah, and he's played well. He has not played Vesna caliber. You haven't no, needed him to necessarily. He's been solid. He's, he's been really solid. I, he's, Out, been, he's been fine. Outside of a couple games that have really kind of dragged his numbers down, he's been league <laughs> well, average. Yeah, outside of the bad a, nights, he's had great nights. But I, well, but, but I mean like the Senators game where he only got to play 25 I, minutes and he gave up a couple well, goals in there. I, I bring this up a lot, but if you look Which at... Which one? The it, equipment <laughs> one. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yes. uh, he, got, he got lit up, man. If, if you look at Kemper in, we're nearly to the halfway point of the season. If you look at Kemper's second quarter of the season, yes, there are some bad games in there, but in general, I think he's trended up behind the ass. Oh, oh, I, oh and, that, yeah. and that's kind of where I'm going is, you're not even at the halfway point. He's done everything you've needed him to, and now you've seen a game, maybe two, maybe two and a half, where you say, that's that's the guy. Really, yep. really good performance, and that's just what you need to see between now and the end of the season. He doesn't need to do it every night, but you need to see that he's got that ability, and that when he gets dialed into a game, he can steal those for you. Because the hope is that you don't need him to steal every game in the playoffs, but you know that you're going to need him to steal a couple, yeah. and he needs to show that ability. And tonight, I maybe thought, not even steal, just just keep you in game. Give you a like, to win every you game. get into the game game. Five against Vegas, where Mark Andre Fleury gives up the two and then just locks it down. Yep, you just can't give up that third goal, right? Oh, like you just can't I mean, give up that third goal. Game yeah. six, you get one save, and the Avs probably yeah. Win. If, if he could track a puck out of a corner at all, Phil <laughs> yeah. Grubauer would probably still be here. Right. So I, I just I don't have any issue with how he's played on the whole to this to this point this season. Yeah, the body of work isn't great, but when you think when you're like, "Hey, yep. it's trending upward." Right. It's easier to feel better about it. And and then you see just him string together a couple games like this. I really do. I wrote about it uh, after the Arizona game. You see that a lot from players that kind of go through big emotional changes. Um he was brought in here, you know, Arizona was the first team that made Darcy Kemper the number 1 and say this is the goaltender we're hitching our wagon to and then assets were big time assets were just moved there's a lot of pressure on Darcy Kemper come in here and be the guy get this 
unbelievably talented group over the hump. And, and I, I, I wondered hmm. in, in my piece the other night, was that game against Arizona the emotional moving on moving on point where yeah. it's okay. I like that point you made. I, uh, yeah. I didn't, I did appreciate that. Yeah. It, just cause I, 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 I you, you, thank you. You, yeah. you, you do see that in, in sports at times where yeah. I need to put that but chapter behind me. It's a way me. to bury it a little bit. Well, yeah. there's, and, there's kind of an emotional moving on where you go back to that place. Yeah. That's the place where you kind of became who you were. Who you are. He was nothing before that other than uh, kind of a thing. He was Minnesota's like a journey. Backup he was like he a was. journeyman yeah. backup career track. Right. And then Arizona, you know, gave him an opportunity to be more than that. And he took it. So him putting that behind him, um, I do think is an important milestone for him. Yeah, and 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 you just it's obviously easy to say now. He's, <laughs> he's given up one goal in two games, and right. you're like, "That's all needed to happen." Well, if they if they scheduled the Coyotes for the fourth game of the season, we'd we'd be long past this. And and th there was just uh, again, he he got to go back to Arizona and get the video tribute, yeah, and, and kind of sign off, and then he got to. It was an easy game for him, yeah, which but felt he, appropriate. But he got to. Ha he got to feel good about that night. If the Abs win seven to three and he gives up three kind of cheapies, yeah, you don't feel great about that. But he got to have a night where everything, kind of like you just said, Rudo, about tonight, everything was just solid. He looked very comfortable. Yeah. There was a couple kind of tricky pucks the in the one, night against the Arizona. The one goal against, catch the fucking puck. <laughs> right, right, but right. Other than that, well, yeah, yeah, the one bounces out of his glove. But he's now strung together two games where he feels really good. He's gotten to have that big emotional <sighs> game where he. Spent a lot of time with people from Arizona the night they were in Denver. And then uh, he said he was going out to dinner with them the night after the Arizona game. Can't All that's... that many guys left that he knows. <laughs> They've had such crazy time. Uh, he was talking to a lot of coaching staff. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. A lot of coaching staff, a lot yeah, of trainers. Um, but so... That's all behind you now, and now you get to focus on being the Avs' number one goaltender. And having Francois playing the way he is also has to take a little bit of weight off of Kemper saying, I don't need to do this every night. It's, I've got a guy that you can lean, that I can I, lean on. It's got to feel a little bit different when Kemper's in net and he looks over the bench and he's looking at Francois instead of... Eustace Ananen. Right. Jonas Johansson. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Knowing I have to play well because... And I obviously, Darcy Kimber never say this. There's this is an interesting balancing act emotionally because you can't get too comfortable because that guy's capable of taking your job, right? Uh, so you have to stay competitive. You got to be on your game, otherwise Frankie will take starts. Uh, but also, like it is, it is nice knowing that if you let in the first goal of the game, it's not done. Right, your night isn't over. You have a team in front of you that can bounce back. Yeah, and if you let in a second or third goal. You know the night still may not be over because we've seen it from this club that right. they can, they can climb their way back into For a sure. game and they pull you and they put Frankie in. Okay, and it's not a disaster. Yeah, and well, it's and it's not like I'm it. Like yeah. it, it, the right. path to victory starts with me. He's like fourth or fifth on the list. Well, and, and we talked about this same kind of talk track a lot with Varlamov when he was here. That <clears throat> Varley could sometimes fall victim to giving up a couple. But you could tell when Varley flipped that switch to, yeah. cool, no more going in. Got mad. I, I'm going to give you guys a chance to get back in it. And these high-skill teams, they've done it over the years. And this is going to be – you bring up a great point about, you know, kind of like an emotional balancing act on, on the goalies themselves. I, I think the Avs have had really underrated goaltending in the last 
you know, seven years, I think they've had really quietly good tandems. It's been outside of sixteen, seventeen. It's been fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you know, you, when you're starting Jeremy Smith, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when Calvin Pickard and Jeremy Smith yeah. are your guys that you're but, going to war with. But even like, that yeah, didn't that sure. season start though as Varley Bernier. No, that was Varley, was Varley Pickard. Pickard. Okay, yeah. So, so outside of that year, no, I, I, I do. I just think they've had good tandems, and Varley talked about it a lot when it was him and Grubauer. Grubauer talked about it a lot when it was him and Francois. And I think you have something similar here, where it forces you to make the most of your starts in a positive way. No one's looking to take anyone's job, but Francois coming in. Getting back up to health, you know, full health, and really starting to ramp his They're game up. Competitive guys, they want to well, play, right? And and now you know you, you have two guys, Pablo Francois. He can say he supports Darcy Kemper all he wants. I'm positive he does. I'm positive well, they get yeah. along really well. He wants that. He wants the net. Of and course, Kemper's he's got a also def- he's also got a career here. He also I, wants to play, but right. he's also a guy that's in the free agent market again. And and I just I think I think you if these guys really start rolling like this, you have two guys who are going to be pushing each other, saying you know. Trying to either hold on to that or your, trying to take your it. Your best case is that you get what happened with Grubauer and Varley, where a guy clearly takes it, and then the well, other guy takes a positive back seat, but gives you good play down yeah, the part, part of the thing we haven't touched on for the Avs goaltenders over the last five years, UC Parkala. 100%. We, we saw when the Avs went to Seattle, and he saw Grubauer clearly loves the guy. Right. And Oh, his dude, the goalies. Yeah. They love the European DJ. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got a, a new set of guys. He's Frank, he's been around, but yeah. he, a new guy in Kemper that he's working with. And again, you're settling in with a new team. You're settling in with a new coach. It's hard not to feel like things are starting to click for him well, in Kemper's case. Who, who was it? One of the two of you, we were talking, I think it was all the way back at training camp. So, I mean, you've you come a long way. But one of you pointed out to me that there was something that UC Parkla was trying to get Darcy Kemper to do. And and if you notice, Pavel Francouz does it really well. It's how they move laterally when they're still on their feet. He likes for them to take kind of like this little hop. Yeah. So it's not as much of a push as it's it is like a couple step of steps. Kind of thing, it's, yeah. it's on, it is. He actually, it, you step. You step. It's it, almost it's almost like a it's kind of like a like a line dance where you have a yeah. rhythm. Yeah. To and, how you do it. And if you watch Francouz. Even in that shootout the other night, he doesn't he doesn't slide out and glide back. It's literally small steps in each yeah. direction. And and Kemper was really struggling with it early on. And I think there's a level of that too that he's being pushed outside of his comfort zone by UC Parkla to to play in a, in a way that is shown effective over several different iterations of the Avs goaltending now under UC Parkla. And maybe you're starting to just see him get a little bit more comfortable in conjunction with a lot of this other stuff that we've talked about with Kemper. Um, but I think the Avs have a, need a ha- box at this point. Have a have a really nice. And again, to your point, this is easy to say mm. after <laughs> one goal yeah, right. in, yeah. in three right, games right. or whatever it is. But all about that trend. It looks like you got a couple guys who are trending up. Uh, if they can stay healthy, I think they're going to push each other. And you could end up with a really nice goaltending situation for, for the Abs. Easy, easy to feel that way this week, you know. For sure, for right, sure. So. And it's, I think it is just, this is what we've, this is what we've not expected, but we've said this is 
possible for yeah. this tandem. And well, it's just and nice to see it for the first the time. The reality is, is that the Avalanche haven't had a comfortable one-two in two years. Yeah. Because of last year, it felt like every time the starter wasn't in, it was like, oh, Jesus, God, what's about to happen? Right, right. And then this year, you had a guy coming off a long-term injury and a guy coming into a new team, which is always the big adjustment period. Not like what's happened with Freddie Anderson in Carolina is ultra rare. It's not a common thing. Right. So now you're starting to see. We said, hey, 20, 30 games. Starting to see where did Kemper's trend, upward trend, really start? Right around game 20. Yeah. And here we are. Like it's, you're starting to feel like it's moving in the right direction. Yep. The tandem as a whole moving in the right direction. Yep. Again, easy to say. They've had two shutouts in a week. All the, the both of their best performances have come in the last ten days. So you, you expect it to do this throughout the, the course of a season, but if if you days. can be on a an upward trend yeah. as you ride those dips, then you feel good. And the other last thing, and I, I know I'm sorry, you've You're been good. trying to You're start good. this read for like uh, twenty minutes. Look, more abs conversation is always good. Uh, the other good thing is is assuming health, which is always the asterisk on all of this. You you're. You feel a lot better about having two goaltenders. You can kind of spread that workload, especially if you do start putting distance between yourself and the rest of the division so that you can have a fresh Darcy Kemper yeah. heading into the playoffs. And that'll be a different balancing act of keeping him fresh, fresh. keeping him in rhythm. Right, 100%. But, but it's just after this week, you can start to feel good that, hey, maybe some of this goaltending writing on the wall we've seen is playing out. All right. So if you're trying to trend in an upward direction when it comes to getting high, Lightshade, they've got you covered. Head on over to Lightshade. You can get your orders in online for pickup at one of their 11 locations here in Colorado. Use code DNVR to get 25% off your purchase. And check out Ripple. Ripple is a fast-acting dissolvable. It's clinically proven to hit two times faster than the leading gummy. So if you need that you need that quick THC CBD, they got you covered with Ripple. Uh, it should start absorbing within 10 minutes. So it's it's seriously drop yeah. one right in the beer. It's great. That simple. Just jump on it. Get yourself some Ripple Quick Sticks. They're the most convenient way to get that fastest THC. You can literally just pour it on your tongue. You're good to go. Get it right into your system. So jump on it. Check out Ripple today at Lightshade, uh, Colorado's premium dispensary with now 11 locations in the Denver metro and Aurora area. So go check it out if you're in Denver and use code DNVR when you purchase. And then hit up Green Mountain Dental Group to make sure you're taking care of your teeth They've been in the business for a very long time. The best family dentist in the Denver metro area, just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. Everybody's a switch, said they do a great job. And when you get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush to take care of your teeth at home. By the way, kind of, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised by the turnout at the bar tonight. Yeah, yeah no, it, was it was great. It was, it was nice. Uh, I, I sat down there, had yeah, some family uh, come down, watch the game, and... Uh, it's a nice little crowd we had down there. Uh, my mom loves it when people are into the game and are cheering at the bar and stuff, and so she was all about it tonight. I think there was a lot of probably more groaning than cheering from yeah. the, from the bar tonight, it given was, the way it the was like played, a lot of like, but, uh, this doesn't look great. <laughs> hey, let's go! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, I, we appreciate y'all. Look, I know it doesn't hold a candle to our Euro fans, but. Sometimes it's hard to get at people out here at 8 p.m. on a Thursday night. 
Like, yeah, definitely. People showing out. It's so. it's so funny that you're like, oh, if I lived if I lived in X place, I would do this shit all the time. <laughs> right. And then you live in a place, and like, you don't do any of that stuff. Yep. the The Vegas one is always the good one for me. Like when you talk to people that live out in Vegas, I never go. I never go to the strip. Never go. I hate it. Uh, that's how. That's how. That's. Oh yeah. That's yeah. yeah so there every was a, like every Uber driver. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had like, a. I had a buddy. I'm only down here to make money. Otherwise, I'm. I hate this place. I, I had a buddy that I worked with out here, and then he transferred out to Vegas, and we were out there once, and I met him for a drink, and I was like, "So, dude, are you just down here all the time?" He goes, "I think this is the second time I've been to the strip since I moved <laughs> yeah. here." Like, he's like, "Well, do you go out downtown every weekend?" And at the time, I was like 22, so I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> oh well, I guess different, but. I, I just always envisioned it that if I lived in Vegas, I'd go there for like dinner and date nights and stuff. But totally, We'd, apparently not. If you live I, there, that is apparently not the fucking place see, to go. I'm I'm feeling left out now. We got to do a full on DNVR Vegas trip at some point, bro. I you know you two. You have don't gone, even but. have to tell me. <laughs> I'm there. Have you noticed every time we've talked about? This beat needing to travel to Vegas. I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. If I was not so, like, you would never go to Vegas. <laughs> oh, I, I would, know. Give it I another would, couple years. Yeah. I would pull rank on you in every single Vegas trip. That is not that's, the NHL that's, awards. Uh, that's when we bank up the the savings. And be like, all right, we're sending the whole beat to Vegas for this. Well, one. You, you hear ask me for the All Star game. Is like, is it just you or is it everyone going? I was like, it's just me. But that would be fun. Like, yeah. Now that you've said that. <laughs> Uh, I and don't it's know. I think I think a DNVR abs like the three of us, and yeah. Blaze and Evan and Megan and Yakir. We're we're one step away from the hangover at this point. I mean, I think I think I think that would be like for just like two nights, right? For like, sure. Yeah. Go out like fly out there and cover a game seven of and the playoff series. Have some fun, yeah. Well, and, and, and had like do the show live from I, out I was, there, and I then was gonna say, yeah. However, it goes leads to massive amounts of drinking <laughs> and ridiculousness. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and then we got to get back the next day. Yeah, yeah. That, that flight home is brutal. My, none of us are talking to each other on the flight home. We're just like, <laughs> my oh. flight, my, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I love Vegas. I yeah, go I any any time yeah. I get, especially. I miss it so from much, man. here on most it's so occasions. Easy to it's get so there. Yeah. cheap. Yeah. it's like and a it's sixty dollar flight. Right, like, right. Oh, dude, we've done it before. The key, if if you have flexibility with your like work schedule, <laughs> which we do. Funny how uh, that works. Right. But if you have flexibility in your work schedule, go to Vegas from like Tuesday to Friday. You literally can get tickets for like $25 round trip and the yeah. hotels are 30 bucks a night for a nice resort, nice hotel, Planet yeah. Hollywood, Cosmo. And and the resort fee isn't nearly as bad when it's only 30 resort bucks. The fee's yeah. not anywhere near as bad. The crowds are less, but it's still Vegas where it's like, yeah. There's shit going on there at night seven days a week. Yeah. You, there's alcohol 24-7, yeah. you know, 365. So it weekday trips. I think you and I for the NHL Awards, that was a weekday trip. And it's just. that was It was a Thursday. Yeah. Or it was a Tuesday. I, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday yeah, it, was to, a, it was a Tuesday when we went out and. And still found stuff to do. So. Dude, yeah. it was like four locos and I got a tattoo that night. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was four locos on ice. Four locos That's, on yeah. ice. AJ can. AJ can vouch for me. Back They're to my nowhere college near as days. Bad. Dude, it was, <laughs> See, but again, we put, him in, done we put him in glasses with ice. Oh, like we look so like that, adults. That makes yeah, high class. yeah okay. we put the we put the tall boy can like <laughs> back in the fridge. That was a, it was a fun night. All right, let's wind this thing down with our super chats here. 
They are all, from the couple that I've seen him come in, they are all over the board. Yeah, I'm sure. $2 from Chris, thank you very much, for the Kiefer Sherwood game-winning goal. We haven't really mentioned it much, but cool for him. Yeah, I like Kiefer Sherwood for, like, no reason at all. He's one of those players. He's just a, works hard. I'm done. Like, I'm I'm, kind of just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's my take on on Sherwood. Love him on the Eagles. What's the difference between him and Darren Helm? Doesn't seem a like lot of experience. Much. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> NHL goals. <laughs> <laughs> but today, right now, yeah, what's the difference? True. Well, well, Darren Helm had six points in thirty games. Keeper That's Sherwood's like, got one goal in however many games he has this year. Yeah, in like his Avs career though. It's yeah, like, uh, he's he's got like three points in however long now. So, I just... all right. Anyway, next before we make Megan mad. Uh, Tommy with five bucks is just actually attractable as a trade deadline piece comfort to ask again in March. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, like I'll, they're different. They have different. Look, they're not going to spearhead a package, but the the reality is that if the Avs are going to acquire anybody that has any kind of salary, they have to dump money cap. has to go yep. back, and you don't just pull money out of your minor leagues and be like, let me load up on eight hundred thousand well, dollar guys. Well, and the other it's not thing, how the, you stack that up. The you, other thing too to remember is. We, we talk about them a lot. Those two players on this team, yeah, they haven't really done much for you. There are plenty of teams around the league who could find very useful roles for guys like Tyson Jones and JT Comfort. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're no on problem. They're on a top tier Stanley Cup, whatever your adjective <clears throat> you know is. Yeah. They are. They're very good NHLers. They are solid NHLers that they're proven. They're proven quantities right. in I, the NHL. I don't know if there's any NHL team where they aren't on the roster here. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. You know I, what I mean. So here's here's the thing, at where they are at in their career, I think Tyson Jost is starting to settle into. You kind of know what you're going to get out of you're that. You're not guy. selling upside on either of those guys anymore. But with JT Comfer, I think you can sell the versatility that he brings yeah. a little bit yeah. to a oh, lot of sure. teams. They they so they each have different selling points. They've had each have different pros and cons. I hear that there's this like JT Comfer has negative value is a thing that I hear a lot. And it makes me fucking crazy. <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing. And it's like, are you going to trade JT Comfer for, like, straight up for anything that you want? No, or me? of course no, not. No. But... but if you wanted to, could you, like, if the Avs were going to miss the postseason and they wanted to sell him. Get a third or for something a third for or fourth him, yeah. round pick, like, they could do that. Now, obviously, they're not in a position where they're like, hey, just take NHL players. <laughs> right, right, right. You yeah, know, but, no, but but it's like they could they could find homes for those guys if they wanted to. It's just a matter of is this worth it? Yeah. Right. Are Their you, value in a trade at this year's deadline in the Colorado situation will be in moving money out and yeah. being able to offer guys who can play bigger roles in those for those teams, yep. not the bit parts that they're playing in Denver. Right. Yep. All right. Next one. Thank you for the $5, Josh. Chris Lee was the guy who just straight up watched Patches punch a Canadian is the face and didn't call anything. Not surprised by his calls tonight. I'm, yeah, I'm, the... yeah. I'm uh, over-talking about the refs at this point, man. Yeah, I think after the uh, too many men on ice thing, yeah. I just... We're taking, it's like a two-week break. We'll be, we'll be angry about something else Everybody later. knows the score. You just can't keep talking about it. Like, Yeah. I, uh, Eric Furlat and Chris Lee were the officials tonight. They both suck. Yep. I'm good. 
Uh, five from William. Thank you very much. How likely that either Drysaddle or McDavid are not Oilers come next season? Zero. The Oilers I, continue to truly tank. I mean, Zero. I mean, this would have to be a catastrophically Zero. bad, Zero. ugly finish for I, it to be anything above zero, where. Ken Holland would have to like publicly drag Connor McDavid. I don't know how you trade. Certainly McDavid. Yeah, McDavid. At all. McDavid. Full I'll stop. say McDavid is a zero. The only way Drysaddle's not a zero is if they get Shane right. Yeah. Yeah, th but th there's. That's it. There's an issue with that team, and and just I, even if they wanted to, I don't know how you put together <laughs> a package that is worth it for them to trade him. Like, well, well, and not even worth it, but I mean that's. Yeah, no. Uh, McDavid yeah. and Drysidle will, barring something outrageous happening, will you, be there next right. year. <laughs> the well, well, but but I'm just saying, like I said, unless something happens like what happened with Eichel, where there's an event that sours that relationship beyond repair. Well, yeah. McDavid is never going to play for the organization again. Is essentially what you're saying. Right, right. He's got to do the Patrick Waugh thing. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done here. I'm not playing here again. Yeah. And I don't necessarily see that happen. I don't. Doesn't seem like that's this in McDavid's year. book. This year, I don't fucking know. After that press conference he had the other day, it, it was salty. But you know. Anyway, thank you for the five, Kev. Avs seem to struggle against one three one trap yesterday versus Ducks today versus LA. More importantly, Vegas last year. How do you counter it? Don't be and, exhausted. Well, I think is every number team one in history struggles against a one three one trap. That's that's why it's called a trap. But I mean, from the time you're you know little, what those teams don't do score yeah <laughs> the, the, so that's what i was about to say oh they struggle against it and they slow them down and they put them into a low scoring game who won the game tonight a one who won the game last night a one three one or any type of trap game is is effective if you are playing with tied or with the lead and you're trying to feast on on turnovers and and capitalize and on capitalize advantage. on and mistakes you're completely fine creating right. absolutely nothing zero. Not literally zero and yep. and where that where teams are running into problems with the avs we've seen the last couple nights is they're trying to play that trap game but, but all it takes can, is one yeah, breakdown break you at any moment and suddenly you're chasing and are you really okay generating that little and then suddenly you're chasing the game and you can't trap the way you wanted to because you're having to push a little bit more and that's where teams the abs are just exposed teams every team struggles playing that trap style go back years it's been an issue that's but there's a well, reason that teams don't play it consistently it's it, tough yeah, to like generate there's a reason that Guy Boucher it, does not have an NHL head coaching job right. anymore it's not 2001 only, anymore you, you can't play a trap where you literally just bear hug guys well, it's, like, it's, you, you see teams go go to a trap style when you are very clearly outskilled and you don't have the same yeah, foot teams, speed the teams, that, the teams that roll that shit out are the ones that know that they can't play right Right, and, and how they normally want to play because nobody runs a one-three-one on a regular basis anymore. Yep, right, because you've just seen it get get its head kicked in in the NHL too many times. Too many times. Like I said, I, I can think of tournaments where you go to and you're playing against a team that won a couple games and maybe they shouldn't have. And you get into the you know playoff the tournament part of the weekend and they do. They just try to trap well, trap teams and. And well, even, even the Vegas thing doesn't away, hold up because the Avs adjusted to that. And if you remember, the Avs dominated game five well, back at home. And you look at a team like the Avalanche. This is not the days of the dead puck era where you couldn't make a two-line pass. Yeah, The Avs defense can completely roast you by firing a puck through the neutral zone and springing well, they guys. They have so much speed up and down their lineup now, too, that it's just like you if you're playing that way, you're, you, have to, you have to play... An 
you have to be completely dedicated to it. Yep. And your trade-off is you have to try and win one or two nothing. Every you night. have to win the special teams battle. Yep. And it's look tough the, to do. Look at the last two nights. Oh, the Avs got slowed down or whatever. You go back again. You look at last night. Outside of shots on goal, the Avs led in every single category. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the 14 Canadian carry. Very generous. That was a sloppy win, but a win is a win. I love that we're breaking records, but we need to play a bit better. Fellas, Kemper played one of his best games tonight, and lots of love for the boys at DNVR. You can't complain about them winning on their bad night. Yep. No, and so I was actually, I was giving my dad shit last night because he was like, I I don't know, maybe the Avs, you know, something needs to happen. They just need to, like, get back on track. And I said, back on track for what? They haven't lost, they haven't (laughs) lost in regulation. Since. They haven't lost a real regulation game. Not that, not that shit in Nashville. It's funny because which one, right? Right. But the but yeah, one in reg. There, I said we said it earlier. You're playing an 82 game season. The best teams aren't going to have their best night or their best game every single night. And the fact they're finding ways to win is great. Uh, ser- shout out to Carrie. Seriously, she. You, you guys are awesome. They're always yeah. sending me some love on Twitter, and I know I see him on, on he, all the he's DMVR like stuff. donated like every show for the past month. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. No, so yeah, thank you very much, uh, Carrie. Very much. Appreciate His wife that. loves Jesse and boys. I hope your wife loves you also. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, I just assume <laughs> and the boys. Uh, that's yeah. what I figured too. Boys. But yeah, fuck it, boys. Just and general boys. Guys being dudes out here. Yeah. Uh, Ryan B with the two dollars. Thank you very yes. much. After the mayo take, yeah, yeah, we tried. He's gonna want to know. The yeah. camera's gonna turn off and he's gonna be like, oh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like write him down. <laughs> I actually do hate cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, cheese. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> that's uh, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. No. Really, I really hate sushi. That's that's my one that people usually give me the weird looks over. All right. Thank you for the money. Two seventy nine Canadian from Johnny. Thank you very much. Is Breckenridge available in Canada? As far as I know, it's not yet. Mm-hmm. It's in the lower forty eight. Yeah. If you, if not you, that I know of. If you have a friend in the in the northern states, get them to to smuggle some across the border for you, or just carry it across. It's totally fine. Smuggling only. Right? <laughs> it doesn't need to be that serious. <laughs> uh, five more from Tommy. Love the Gretzky throwbacks, but those silver chrome dome pieces are just. I can't tell what that emoji is. I assume it's bad. Poop. I I love them. I do right? too. I think they're dope. I think they're awesome. Uh, I I like them better than I like the gold ones in Vegas. You like the uh, Notre Dame so ones? I think the problem they're with fine. the Vegas ones is they're different than their gold on their jerseys. Right. It's two different colors. Well, and they've got the theirs also have like the sparklies. Yeah, in them. it's the yeah. Where it's not like this is just chrome, and I yeah. think it looks so it's tight. pure silver. Yeah. yeah. And the the gold ones, of course, they Vegas it up, right? They made right. it all sparkly and shit. And yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> yeah, it being a different color from the rest of their jerseys, that, it hurts. That's a, that's a it part of it too. It, that yeah. just like it's not that big of a deal, but it just it's, it's, like, it's like the abs numbers. Yeah, exactly. Which it's, by the it way, just like gnaws at you. Did you guys notice that this Blake bobblehead has, look has at blue that, numbers? Yeah. No, nice bobblehead. Also, doesn't look new. like Blake. Whoa! Some of these bobbleheads are a little rough. I'm not gonna lie, but anyway, uh, two dollars from Nathan. Would you say that this game was mayo on a burrito? Yeah. Y'all think it's bad, but the Avs won. You could 100% make a quality burrito with mayo. Um, like, it would just have to be, like, 
a sandwich, but you put it in a burrito. Yeah, it'd have to be a hot and spicy McChicken just wrapped in a tortilla. <laughs> yeah, right, like in burrito form. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All right, that's enough out of you, you hear. You lost me at mayo and bologna. Y'all gave me so much shit for this, and now you're all like, "Oh, yeah, mail on a burrito." Yeah, I'm trying you know, to. You know. I'm just. I'm trying to. I'm trying to help prop you up here, man. That's <laughs> all it is. This is just teamwork. Another two dollars for Jesse's bad food take. Thank you, vaguely sober. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, don't, I don't like smoothies. Go back to the texture thing. They. Yeah, I'm not a feels big like smoothie a booger fan to me. either. I, I I feel you on that I, one. You know, are you solid? Mm. Are you are you liquid? What are you? I same, love I love smoothies. See, same thing with Jello. I hate Jello. Smoothies oh, and cats Jello too. are the same. You what? <laughs> love Jello too. Just feel like, hey, Pudding you want a Jello too. shot? Oh, do I want some vodka and a booger? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, five <laughs> yep. more from Tommy. Will OO Sounds be great. a decent prospect, and are we going to see him anytime? OO's already a decent prospect. Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a first round prospect. Like we might not have been thrilled about the guy <laughs> when they picked him, but like. He's trended upward. He's done everything that you want, and you're not going to see him anytime soon. If you want more, he won't on... be. He won't be in the NHL anytime soon. No, he'll probably go back for another year of junior. If I were to guess, oh, I would not expect that. Uh, I would fully expect he graduates to the AHL next year. The thing, it's going to be weird though, because to get him into the AHL, he's going to have to say, "Oh well, I was just on loan." From a European team, because you have to fudge the rules a little yeah, bit. Of there course, to get I remember him the in, Nylanders. But... Okay. Just, just so we're clear. I remember I, how that worked I out. Think, I think the AHL would be best for him next year. I'll say that for sure. His shot's a real deal, man. Oh, yeah. That shot's like, for real. That's... I was not super well, sure it's about not, it. It's not but... get, I mean, it's not doing anything with OHL goalies. Like, it's not. they're not challenging him. Yeah. It's... Right. Yeah, he's blowing them. Yeah. It's not. That's close. why I don't think he needs to be there again. I mean, that's... Uh, put him in well, the AHL and... It's, it's part of why the WJC getting canceled was so disappointing for him. Yeah. His, his one goal is on Askarov. Well, and this, like, is where, this is where it's like, hey, does he go to the Olympics? Because if that. he goes to the Olympics and he gets to play against a combination professional of... Professional goalies. Yeah. Pros and his peer group, because we're seeing teams are kind of mixing them. True. Then you get a better idea of where he's at yep. developmentally. And then... Of course, he'll also have dev camp after the draft and blah, blah, of course. blah, 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 blah. But if you want to no, that's a longer timeline. If you want to track our prospects a little bit more, I did just drop a prospect portfolio on the oh, website. Oh, did you post it? Yeah, I posted Thank it this you. afternoon. Yeah. You said you edited it. So I oh, like, I did. We're yeah, good. It was all good. All it had to do was yeah, hit the button and yeah. I just kept forgetting to do it. Yep. So that's out there today. It's, if you want to go check that out. P.S. I've, I've heard some pretty, uh, some pretty interesting things are going to be coming from Megan pretty soon here, too. So we're, I'm, we're working on it, man. We're working on it. It's uh, ain't that the story of every story we're ever doing. It's a this one did which what Megan's got in the pipe is a lot more frustrating than normal. Yeah, for sure. Don't ever trust dudes with seventeen hundred names. <laughs> Guys with a name like Alistair, no. If it, if it sounded if you're if you're if you have a name like your birthday could have been in seventeen forty two. Yeah, I don't trust you. You don't trust a Gimla? Right off the top, nope. Jerome, what is it? Atacunkel? Yeah, no. Kinley, mm, Tig, no Elvis. Not on day one. All right. I think we covered everything. Any final thoughts from you two? No, that's not nope. it. I no. am so excited for our day off tomorrow. Let's go! We're off tomorrow. No pod. We're yeah, spoiler alert. 
Uh, we will be live Saturday for the game, both pregame, postgame, the usual drill. You know the thing. I don't know. What? Uh, I'll ask you, Chet. Hit me up on Twitter. What game do you think we should watch along next? Yeah, we're having a hard time trying to figure out our watch along game, uh, uh, the next one that we want to do. So yep. Wait. some input would be good. The oh, I guess I was going to say the comment of you're at the MGM Grand. Do you work at the MGM Grand? Are you living there? <laughs> Are you extended stay? Oddly vague. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hiding in the shadows of the MGM Grand. I mean, Jesse's going to be there for the All-Star game, so. We hope. You know, get in touch. We'll leave it there. We love you all. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight and all the nice. time. Uh, we'll definitely find you. We're going to be live tomorrow. I already said all that. We're, we're, we're done. We're out of here. Goodbye. Go hit the button. Go.